0: Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. I am your host, Logan Grigsby, and we are going to have an absolutely amazing show for you tonight. But first, some inf- announcements. We have officially received our first sponsorship. I would like to thank my best friend, Ronberg, a.k.a. the Ron Burglar, a.k.a. the Ron Monster. It is due to you that today's episode is made possible. I also have the pleasure to announce that the Electric Punch Podcast has gone international. So to my listeners in Belgium, hello and welcome. In Germany, I would like to say guten tag and to my english and scottish listeners hello and welcome to the show and to my kgb agent in moscow get the fuck out of get the fuck out of uh ukraine already you son of a bitch why are you listening to me and uh finally i'd like to say this show is only made possible to because of you the listeners a like a rating a share telling your friends anything is absolutely appreciated and with that i would like to welcome our guest the dynamic dyad that is amber snow comprising the duo is tyrell barber and noah waller uh this duo has absolutely been shredding the kansas city area from rocking shows out of aura moda mansion and most recently absolutely wrecking it at the 420 festival out in topeka uh first i'd like to take time out of your thank Thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on. Oh, um, so my first question is for you, Tyrell. Uh, during my research, I saw that you think Kansas City barbecue is better <laughs> than Memphis barbecue. So my first question is, uh, who do you think you are and how dare you?
1: <laughs> well, my name is Tyrell and I'm just biased like, because I'm from West Memphis, Arkansas. My family's Memphis, so I don't know. Memphis
0: barbecue to me is just a lot better. And no, have, have you ever been to Memphis? Have you ever tried their
2: barbecue? I have Wayne? not. I can't, I can't say that I've tried it, but I don't even think I need to try it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, n- I know where the barbecue's at. Okay, so why don't you
0: tell me a little bit about your gr- history? How'd you two meet and decide to form a group?
2: Uh, I actually, I met Tyrell, he was my boss at jimmy johns oh Um, hell yeah (laughs) i had no uh experience in edm at the time um i was trying to get him to go to uh, i believe it was little uzi and uh and he he said that if i went to a rave with him he would go to little uzi (laughs) with me so i'm like all right all right whatever i ended up going to the rave not going to little uzi (laughs) and the rest is history
0: all right um if you guys could pick a tattoo two for each other what would you choose
2: Oh well, I mean, we already have the snow. Oh, snowflakes. Already got the yeah. snowflakes. Okay, yeah, we got
1: snowflakes. Then we got matching Arabic tattoos. Okay, yeah.
0: Already, right, already got it down. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is your guys' musical background? You guys come from musical families. You said that you you kind of got in into it from him.
2: Yeah, so I actually do come from a musical family. My dad was uh, a lead singer of a rock hair band, band. <laughs> yeah hair band I guess you could say and uh he did that probably till he was like 22 23 and then he had my older brother and he took a a break from music and then up until I was like 16 he got back into it uh lead singing for uh, a Leonard Skinner cover oh, band <laughs> okay
0: my friends dad my friends dads in a uh, grateful dead cover band oh right yeah now. yeah so I know the vibe
2: so yeah I I grew up at Band practice all the time, going to his his shows. I remember once he played at the uh, amphitheater in Bonner with a bunch of other cover bands, and I got to be up on stage while he was playing in front of. I mean, there was quite a few people there. It was a a cool experience. So, I've definitely been around music most of my life.
0: And Tyrell, how about yourself? Um,
1: I re- my family like really doesn't have like a background like in music. I mainly my stuff is just all self taught. Okay. Like, most i've done is like trumpet like and stuff like in like high, like elementary school and stuff like
0: that and piano and stuff but nothing like too serious nothing too crazy so speaking of family what is, what does your guys's family think of your career's um
2: <laughs> my dad my dad is glad that i'm into music he was he always was trying to get me to take like band and everything I in high school choir and uh i was never really I don't know I wasn't into it I wish I would have learned an instrument now but uh he just the only thing he doesn't like is there's no vocals like I said he's a a lead singer so like he came and watched us play a set and you know in a a dubstep (laughs) set there's only so many vocals so he's just always telling me you know if if you had somebody singing over there it'd be be so much better
1: Uh, my my mom like my mom loves it, but my I think my nephew uh, my nephew is like the main one that like loves it. Like I got him into like watching like Marshmallow and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and ever since then like he just did watches he go to the, the Marshmallow board.
0: Fortnite concert? Nah,
1: he, he hasn't. Um, he doesn't he doesn't really play Fortnite anything like that. But I always tell him that like one day whenever Marshmallow comes here, like I'll take him. Oh,
0: absolutely. Okay, so you mentioned Lil Uzi for earlier, but what were some of the first concerts you went to? And do you have any particular concerts that like stand out in your mind?
2: The f- uh, my first concerts so great. So I I didn't go to a concert on my own till I was 19, and it was Post Malone, ooh, at the Granada, which was it was a good experience. At the Grenada too, yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, but my grandma, hilarious, she is in love with George, George Strait. Strait. I mean, I have gone to, like, Louisiana mm-hmm. to see George Strait. Oh, wow. like, I've seen George Strait probably, like, 11 times. <laughs> so uh, those were definitely, like, my first, like, eight concerts were George Strait in different states. <laughs> I think my favorite, like, my favorite concert
1: before, like, EDM was, like, um, I went to see 2 Chains, um, Juicy J, Tyga and oh, wow. like Tech Nine at like the Sprint Center, and it was like I went like all by myself because like all my friends were like, oh yeah, like we're gonna buy tickets and go, and then next thing you know, like none of them show up, and I'm like in the fourth row by oh, myself man. watching Juicy
2: <laughs> J. Yeah, I saw I saw two chains at the Midland. That was that was a cool. experience. Oh yeah, when he was in a wheelchair, yeah, he was in, in the wheelchair.
0: Um. Okay, so what were you guys like in uh,
2: high school? Uh, I was a, the definition of a jock, playing every sport possible, not doing my homework. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I don't know, I
1: was, I was kinda, I hung out with, sometimes hung out with the weird kid, like, in the, like, beginning of my high school, but then, like, I don't know, I changed, like, throughout,
0: like, high school. Oh, man, you gave in to peer pressure (laughs) at (laughs) home. Um, so can you guys tell me the story behind the name Amber Snow? So I wanted, <laughs> we were kind of drunk. Right, can we curse yeah. on this? Yeah. All
1: right. yeah. We were really fucked up one night. <laughs> 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 and, uh, we were just like, it was like after we, like, we started like, um, doing like the music stuff together, like wanting to mix and stuff like that. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah, I like, we should like call ourselves like, Cookies and cream, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it was like, terrible. It was like salt and pepper, like something like that. And, and no,
2: one's just like no, no, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> like we gotta, we can come up with something more creative. Gotta, just gotta make it classy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we. I actually, uh, I got that inspiration from uh, Wiz Khalifa, but we. I decided to do Amber Snow because. I'm white like snow. He's, he's close <laughs> enough to Amber. <laughs> and uh, I just figured that was a little bit more creative than Cookies and Cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
0: wish the world could be listening to cookie Cream. And cream you know. <laughs> somebody somebody else out there go make that duo. <laughs> yeah. when, so when you first started uh, producing music, was it a hobby at first? Or did you know right away that you were going to be playing shows and... Well, we just like
1: we haven't really been producing for a, a long time. We started like um mixing and playing shows before we even ever opened up a doll.
2: Yeah. I would I wouldn't even say producing is a hobby yet just because it's- I still get so frustrated <laughs> with it. But but it's coming together. I mean, I definitely enjoy doing it, you know. I wouldn't I don't I think anyone that's sat down and tried to understand Ableton and Serum knows that if you're not really trying to produce music then you're not gonna even get you're not gonna get very far. It's very complex. Uh but it's very rewarding at the same time to you know yeah, have it all come together. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we've got about seventy songs. Six of them maybe are playable you know? but but those six you know it's it's enough Bang. to keep you going, yeah. yeah,
0: so what was the first show that you guys did together? um, um we actually used
1: to like right over here mm-hmm. um off of Oak, we used to do these like private events um at the hangar um it's like an art studio okay and it's like banger at the hangars, like things Ooh, week, so i like have now
2: that things. you say that i have heard of <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah so that yeah that was our first show that was, three, that was about no, four two, like four, four and a half years ago man
0: yeah
2: time flies
0: so what show would you say that you're most proud of being a part of
2: there's a uh, lot yeah. Uh off yeah, the top of definitely. my head definitely the uh company after party. Yeah, nightmare after party. Oh yeah, it was na- nightmare and company. Uh and the after party was at Riot Room, RIP. R I P. R. I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we, we company wasn't supposed to to be there. He was just like playing the show and then on the way to the Riot Room, we get the call like, "Yo, you guys are getting bumped up an hour because company's gonna play after you, and we're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> like, okay, like no problem there." And yeah, that was a pretty, uh, definitely a cool experience to be on stage at the same time as company. yeah oh, wow. like, absolutely,
1: be able to see him over there. Like, yeah, like, oh he's my God. bobbing his head to what up, I'm playing.
2: <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
0: so, uh, do you guys ever get nervous? Oh, all the time. (laughs) Oh, I'm
2: I'm still nervous every show.
0: (laughs) What do you do to prepare and deal with pre-show anxiety? Shots, Uh, blunts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, those,
2: those definitely help. But I just mainly I try to make sure that my first transition, everything is good to go. I know what I'm doing. I know that if the first one is smooth, then everything after that is just that much easier you know it's really you get all the butterflies and the anxiety and you get nervous but yeah. by the time you're hitting play on the second song you know you're up there doing it you're in the moment you got the you got everybody cheering you yeah on. You got yeah, the energy yeah. It, it goes away quick but I definitely still do, do so have the pre-show jitters absolutely
0: um how do you feel that your confidence has changed since starting to today Oh. I feel like it's changed a lot. Definitely. Especially just to me. I I love
2: looking at the, like, pictures of our first show because I look terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, like, never even looked up at the crowd to see if anybody – I was just, like, so focused on making sure we didn't mess anything up, you know, and now – and then once you get a few shows under your belt, you, you also understand that you have to be up there and energetic because the crowd feeds off Absolutely. of that as well. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I've definitely come out of my shell on the stage using the mic. All of that I still don't stuff. like to use the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: what could you say was your worst performance, and what did you learn from it? Um.
2: <laughs> well, I definitely have a good story, Banger at the Hanger. We had already played our set So I'm gonna just defend myself that, <laughs> right The there. first one was good The first one was good The second one I was much more intoxicated It's late at night I was wearing the headphones trying I, to like, I tried to I turn. Don't know what you were doing I was trying to turn the, the volume To the headphones Just to the song that I was listening to I could hear both songs I just wanted to hear my song I accidentally turned the, max, the master, master the volume Of the board all the way down but it's the music is blaring in my headphones tyrell's like tapping me on the shoulder like, and he's like no 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 like, i got dude, it I got, I got it this, got this. It. this is gonna and be I'm fire
1: like, i pull the headphone like off of his ear i'm like we can't hear nothing yeah. <laughs> zero, zero volume coming out i'm like oh <laughs> talk,
2: about, talk about a silent disco yeah <laughs> everyone like over like is, going like is, is is hearing me i'm yelling like oh i got this it's fire it's fire <laughs> So yeah, that's probably my worst moment on stage. What I learned from it is
0: to don't never put, put both headphones <laughs> yeah. on. Leave an
2: open ear, definitely. <laughs> you got to hear what's happening outside.
0: Absolutely. Do you have uh, any crazy story, Tyrell? Uh, I don't know what my worst
1: What do you think? Do you have any... um
2: I mean, we have definitely been I don't have done like some bad transitions and stuff like prepared. I would, I would just say preparation. Preparation.
0: So, have you guys ever felt starstruck meeting an artist? I know you just said so, that you met companies so. all the time.
2: Yeah, uh, definitely the company moment for sure. Uh, looking over and seeing him on the stage was like, man. I even actually told him like, he couldn't have waited forty five more seconds. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, sudden death. We've met a lot of times. Um, He's
1: always been like dope as fuck.
2: Yeah. Uh, probably, I mean, starstruck is a, is a big term. Yeah. Uh, it's I, know, so absolutely. Queso, yeah. I
1: couldn't even swallow my French fry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But
2: there's definitely like when I met when virtual riot was just here, I met him. And when I got up to him, I just didn't know what to say.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
2: and that happened with phase one as well. <laughs> I just like start rambling random things. And, <laughs> and, like they, they don't even care about this. I could have been such, so much more productive with my conversation.
0: So, uh besides music, what do you guys like to do in your free time? Um this motherfucker plays video I play games.
2: yeah, I play a lot of Xbox. Yeah. Too much Xbox. Um I my family is like very family oriented, so uh tons of activities with the family uh, fun. traveling cornhole we play a lot of cornhole Love on corn. Sundays um I like to try and get outside as much as I can because if I'm not playing video games I'm probably working on music so if I'm not doing either of those things I could probably go outside <laughs> <laughs> well what do you play um I play warzone sports games uh, pga tour golf i'm a i was a oh big like God. i said i was a jock in yeah, high yeah, school yeah, yeah. And don't forget uh, that you watch your streamers oh yeah, I watch, yeah <laughs> I watch the streamers but uh now that i'm i'm getting old and out of shape i i've converted myself to playing golf every once in a while it's, it's, a, it's a fun time
1: we gotta do disc golf sometime
0: oh i yeah, love disc golf i
2: haven't ever disc golfed
0: um so what strengths do you have that make you good at what you do Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I would say I'm very confident in our abilities together. Um and I think that we both have a the same ear for what we want and the direction that we're trying to go, which is major. Major. Um, and it's just
1: like we like we kinda like have like the same like likings or whatever, but then it's just like just it's always good. I feel like it's always good to have somebody else to, like, give input, like, of, like, something you're doing so we just, like, can help each other out, like, that but, way. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely... Like, like, I, like, basically like, <laughs> say, like, he's, like, <laughs> bless you. I basically, like, say, like, he's, like, my yin to my yang. Like, mm-hmm. we, like, fill
0: it out. Okay. Um, If you could go back five years and give yourself some advice, what would it
2: be? Save money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pick up an instrument. Listen to listen to your dad. He was right. It would have it paid off. It would have saved me headaches right now. Definitely. Uh, and it, I mean, picking up a a musical instrument, it helps you in more ways than just music. You know, it's it's just something something nice. It's a good getaway. To, you know, you can really be down on yourself, and then to pick up an instrument, a guitar, anything, and just even if you just play one chord correctly, it's just a, something positive.
0: Everybody starts at smoke on the water, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you guys have any weaknesses that you're actively working on?
2: Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you all, there's always weaknesses. The technology aspect of what you have to do to produce music I would say is my biggest weakness. I would intimidate getting over the intimidation factor of the DAW and serum and you know there's times where I've been working for an hour and it's going good and then you I risk it a little bit, start to do some funky <laughs> stuff and then all of a sudden I, I can't even undo what I did and and it gets frustrating. But uh I mean that's also Part of the, you know, without any, any lows, you can't enjoy the highs. Absolutely. So did you guys
0: have a first uh, t- musical teacher or what were they like?
2: I mean, I can remember, uh, like my music teachers from elementary school.
1: Um, I can't really remember my music teachers. I remember my art teachers more.
2: I mean, really, I feel like in music in elementary school, all we did was sing. I took... <sighs> Tr I did band in sixth grade. I could play like your most average, I remember like college what... theme songs on the trumpet. But, <laughs> but I can't I read like the Trump music anymore. Trumpet
1: was the easiest thing like to do. Like so, yeah. that's why everybody did it. <laughs> I don't.
2: I don't remember how to read the music. I could. Probably play it off of memory, but if I was like looking at a music yeah, sheet, I, I don't know. What I am can't looking at. read
0: music at all in, anymore. Yeah, no, that's more than I can do. I got hot, hot cross buns on the recorder. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah, I do it. remember that's, doing that's, Did that. Everybody as well. play the recorder. Yeah, <laughs> and, and in kindergarten you
2: had the the super ghetto headphones. <laughs> and they got the stickers on the keys so you know which one is green, green, orange.
0: <laughs> so, how would you describe each other's work ethic?
2: uh it's it's good um, uh, I mean, we definitely get lazy, both of us, but me
1: a little bit more
2: <laughs> but I mean I can't complain about where we are right now and the the strides that we've taken. I think that right there is a result of our work ethic,
1: you yeah, know I mean we definitely have i don't know, I didn't think that it was even on like. Whenever we first started I didn't think that it was gonna like go turn into something like this. I mean it was definitely like it was always a I pipe wanted. dream. Yeah. But I mean everybody has those dreams, but like how many of those people do you like, actually, actually go out it? and
2: do it and make yeah, it. Yeah, to to actually be you know, we played it to a lot of empty rooms, so <laughs> to get the opportunity to play to some rooms that are just filling out. And that's it, what
0: you that's what you have to do. Yeah. That's what I always hear on here is just keep going, keep going yeah, at yeah. it. But, um, can you describe the uh creative process when you guys are working on something?
2: Oh, it's mostly just energetic as possible. We'll <laughs> start more, out like one little thing, play it over and over yeah, and get Yeah, to we it. we start out with <laughs> with the drums typically. And then we, we'll get into the sound design process and then once we get that that one one quarter note. It's it's over after that And then we just The flow starts coming And and then we'll probably do A bunch of stuff That we'll delete But yeah. Command Z Yep Yep But it's It's definitely It's just so much fun it's So energetic You It We get 32 bars written And we list, we've we listened to it Like a thousand times And, yeah. and it just gets better Every time We're like oh, It's a ton of fun
0: so do you prefer to listen to music or create it yourself? I like both.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't go without listening to music. Um, yeah, oh, man, that's a tough question. I would probably say, if I had to choose, like, never listen to music again and only produce music, oh, man, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's a hard choice. I don't want to like, choose. <laughs> like, wait, so no more phase one? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. All right, well, we'll leave it <laughs> That's Yeah, one. yeah, that was a like, make me that, Yeah, one. that one's not answered. Okay, that was so a trick question. <laughs> do you guys create music for yourselves or for your fans? Uh, um, for,
1: I mean, I feel like it's both. I mean, we create stuff that, like, we want, but, like, we also, like, want, like, everybody else to love it, too. So
2: mm-hmm. I would say that it definitely starts with us. You know, I... We make the type of music that we from make. The, from the horror. Because that's what we enjoy the most. And, uh... You know, it's... If everyone else likes it, that's obviously a major benefit. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Um If you were any fruit, what fruit would you be? And why? Um... Strawberry, strawberry.
2: Ew, I fucking hate strawberries. I'm <laughs> <That's laughs> tripping. I mean, I just uh, I can't think of a bad eat. time to to eat a nice, juicy strawberry. strawberry. Just goes. Yeah, banana. A banana is. I mean, uh, can't go, go wrong with, go with a banana. Everything. Yeah.
0: yeah. See, I want to be a fine apple. Hair. <laughs> oh yeah. Prickly, but, prickly yeah. but sweet on the inside. <laughs> yeah. um, have you ever participated in a music competition? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I
2: mean, I guess you could you could the like Road to dance festopia type stuff. Mm-hmm. Those type of competitions. Yeah, We did
1: that one uh for impact. For
2: impact, like yeah. Uh never really like I like piano no off. No, talent shows like that. in elementary yeah. school. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I Definitely did a talent, school, a talent how, show in talent show. How high did school. I not think about that? Yeah. So, I in middle school, I had a little band. We had no name. But <laughs> we had a band with no name. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at the talent show, we did a medley of Freebird and, um, oh man, why can't I think of that other song? They were both Leonard Skinner songs. And then, so we did that at the talent show, and then the, everybody liked it so much that we performed again at the intramural volleyball championship. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we played. Uh, Every rose has its thorn. Oh, oh man, thorn. Yeah, I read those, that those, you those Broke some hearts that day. <laughs> oh huh? yeah, we, those are some great uh memories and pictures that I have of those days. <laughs>
1: I don't even want to like. I did I, in my talent show. I just freaking danced to Chris Brown oh, <laughs> like, with like oh, three, yeah. or four see. other of my friends. I gotta, like, gotta we, see we, the We practiced like like outside of school and stuff. Like it was horrible. <laughs> At least
0: it was an ice ice baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So speaking of that, what are your what are your dance skills like? Um,
1: I can
2: I can know like hit the jerk. <laughs> yeah, I dance like a white guy, but I take pride in it. And just <laughs> because I have as no, that, just because ha- your brother. Just because I have no moves does not mean that I'm not out there on the dance floor busting out what I got. <laughs>
0: um, you guys have a childhood hero? Um, I don't
1: really. Think they say I would
2: uh probably realistically just like my parents my family I was very lucky and I have a strong family that I can lean on I have not always made the best decisions in my life but they've always been there for me they you know turned me into the man that I am today so I would say if I looked up to anyone growing up it was definitely my parents
0: well, shit! I was gonna say Spider Man, but that's a pretty good <laughs> <Yeah>. answer. <laughs> I'm just not that back. <laughs> Uh What? So, uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you're in elementary school, did you did you always think music, or did you ever have different career career intentions in mind? I
1: freaking wanted to be a cop. Yeah.
2: yeah? <laughs> oh no! I don't know
1: why. It was just something that I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to like go to the Marines and stuff, and like get out and like go into the police force. But that didn't happen. <laughs> I wanted to be
2: an athlete. I didn't know what sport I was going to play. I ended up playing uh, soccer at Johnson County Community College for a year, but I was just nowhere near the student that I needed to yeah. be. Um. So that that ended that pretty quickly. But, yeah, I like I said, I, I was the typical jock. I was playing every sport I, I, did, I could than... possibly play.
1: I guess I did want to like do MMA for a while, but then I got Boxing Fractures, and that ended that.
0: So what kind, what music did you guys listen to growing up, and like how have your music tastes changed over the years?
2: Uh, growing up, I listened to a lot of rock, a lot of c- classic rock. Um, I don't really know at what time... I switched over to listening to like hip hop and rap music, uh, but I remember when I was in high school before I met Tyrell, I stumbled across Yellow Claw, <laughs> and I saw so and then I listened to some Yellow Claw songs that I liked. But uh, pretty much when I went to my first show and I dove deep into EDM, uh, it really took over. I'd still enjoy listening to rap music now and again but i don't i'm not up to date i don't know all the new rappers i don't know the best Maybe songs i basically just so go back rappers, to what i was right? what i was listening to in high school reminiscent songs but yeah i was even my from EDM i've uh when i first got into it i was pretty much just dubstep all i wanted to hear was dubstep and even my Taste in EDM has changed. I've gotten into the softer music and the uh, more experimental sounding music. I haven't really, haven't really got into like trance or anything like that yet. You know, still, still might, but,
0: but definitely, my music
2: <clears throat> taste has definitely been broadened massively in the last four or five years. I really grew up listening. To
1: like my music taste has always been like open. I've, like, grew up listening to, like, Leakin Park, 50 Cent, Lil Boosie, like, everything. And, I don't know, it's still basically the same. I could, like, wake up one day, throw on country, and, or wake up one day, throw on Lil Durk. (coughs) Mm -hmm.
0: You guys have any, uh, phobias, fears? Fighters. Fighters?
2: Um, I don't want to say I'm claustrophobic, but I do, like, I could never, like, crawl underground yeah. or something like that, you know, or, like, like, to have to, like, go through, like, a small tunnel oh. or something like that. I don't even want to think about it. Well, I happen <laughs> to bring my pet spider with me, <laughs> and we have a small, small
0: <laughs> yeah. hole in the back, so we're going to get that for the video. I am <laughs> definitely afraid of spiders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so how do you guys think that you have evolved as artists since, since starting?
2: Um, Ooh. I mean, I would say the the way, I mean, the just from a mixing standpoint, you know, going especially with dubstep, everyone wants double drops, chops, everything like that. So being able to take 120 songs or 90 songs, whatever, and mix them together in an hour. We've definitely gotten much better at blending things together, uh, playing off of each other. You know, we typically play four, three to four songs a piece. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. literally had to
1: be, like whoever opens up, I'll like ask like, all right, we're doing three or four, so like,
2: and then from there. and so and then and that's just from the the mixing standpoint, and then definitely evolving. Every day from the production standpoint, you know, getting to where it used to take two and a half months to get a song to where it was ready to play. And now, I mean, if we sit down and and grind it out, we could have something ready to play in a matter of hours. So uh, there's definitely multiple aspects of our group that are evolving
0: how do you see the scene changing and amber snow evolving with it in the next five years?
2: I think that Kansas City is popping yeah, th- it's it's awesome absolutely. i think I think that there's tons of different venues and just amazing places and things happening and for music here and and, there's a lot of people like doing music here and it, mm-hmm. I think it's really just. I mean, it, I do think that we have the potential to, you know, like you see big artists announce their tours and they got like three, four nights in a row in Texas and they got three, four nights in a row in Los Angeles and stuff like that. And I, I think Kansas City has the potential to get there, to to get there. Absolutely. And we, we, there's so much talent here that could put our city on the map I like feel that. like,
0: especially now that we're so post-COVID, and it's yeah. gotten so much bigger. COVID than, ruined a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it
2: did, but, but yeah, I, I, Kansas City is ready for the taking. How
0: would you describe your sound and vibes to somebody who isn't super knowledgeable about EDM? I don't
1: think uh, we really even have our sound. Well, bit.
2: yeah, I, I would say we have a sound. I, my main when i'm putting together a set or just the the sound for our brand i would say is i want i want it to be emotional i li- i like the fact that you can be you know music can can touch you emotionally but at the same time i want to we want the high energy you know and Absolutely. so i want to take you on the emotional ride and then let's go crazy and then let's let's Got slow it, it back there's down balance. and we're yeah, gonna, there's and balance. And we're there's gonna vibe out for a little bit beautiful balance and then there. we're gonna mosh pit and shove each other down and so yeah i i don't know how you really explain that to somebody i guess it's just the the best of both worlds you okay. know i want to I wanna if you are having a bad day, you can sit here and vibe out to some mellow stuff. And then if, it's and if you're mad Friday you can night, yeah, if you're trying to just get hype, then I got you there too.
0: So if you're playing a show and the crowd looked bored or they weren't having a good time, what do you what do you do right away to start hyping them up? Yell yeah, at them. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I would say I would try to be energetic myself. You know, uh, Try to get involved with them somehow, you know. Hands up, something. Make you know. You gotta. You have to connect with the audience, and you can lose them quickly. I guess you could maybe. Maybe you're playing the the wrong genre, but I. I mean that that's a tough question. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think you really want to. You know, I'm here to play my set, my music. Sure, I'm gonna play a little bit to the crowd, but. There's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm.
0: You guys have any uh, guilty pleasure artists that you might be embarrassed to say you
2: listen to? Um, Nope. I am not embarrassed at all to say that I am deeply in love with Millennium. (laughs) I love his music. Okay, you had to say deeply (laughs) in love. With his music. With his music. It sounds a little little bit more than music now. No, 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 no. With his music. Uh, But... Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of that at all. Uh, I mean, I'm not ashamed of, of my music listening. I can go from listening to Void to Taylor Swift. See, we had Miley Cyrus last week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm down, down for some Miley Cyrus too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I get down Katy Perry. T. Smith, <laughs> yeah, Katy Yeah, I can throw yeah. down.
2: I, I was digging all of that when I grew up. <laughs> If
0: you could throw a benefit concert for any charitable cause, what kind of what cause would you choose and
2: why? Uh, I would say off the top of my head, uh, ALS uh, my great aunt uh, has it right now. she's been battling probably three years now um, and I mean, it's pretty devastating to see what it has done to her. She basically can't walk, she can't. I mean, she can barely hold a spatula. Uh, so I would definitely... Uh, I mean, always trying to spread awareness and to get the opportunity to raise money for a cause like that, I, I would definitely choose ALS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Very, very good cause to choose. you have anything special? Um, it-
1: probably me it would be like suicide awareness.
0: Absolutely. We've actually
1: done... Um, uh, thing for one of my friends that passed away for suicide um but did like a little um donation
0: thing for him
2: yeah suicide definitely um you know it's a big one that's life, that's one
0: i i, be, I believe in very yeah much. I, I, everybody has mental health issues it's yeah. okay to not be okay yeah. yes
2: definitely um
0: so what, tell me a little bit about what you do the day of the sh- day of a show, free show rituals, wake Download up, songs.
2: <laughs> uh, day of the show. Most of the time is pretty hectic because we procrastinate. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, you know, we, we just get, you get tons of ideas the day of the show and it's always a, a fun day. It's an energetic day, and uh, we're trying to get everything right at the last minute, and then the laptop's dying, or, you know, but... Uh, I need a charger. Yeah, we need a charge. yeah, but I, I wouldn't say we really have any, any pre-show rituals, we really just kind of go up there and... Uh, Tyrell has to load everything no, into the I CDJs you, I you I <laughs> Noah finally
1: but, knows how to load a flash drive into CDJs <laughs>
2: but we just go up there and do it uh, it's the best part about what we do is that I get to go up there for an hour and just while out like an idiot with my best friend and there's people out there enjoying what I'm doing and so, yeah, I would just say the sh- show day is just is full of energy the entire day, wall to wall.
0: So, tell me some just random memories you have from working a show.
2: Oh, all right. I remember. I re- so like we were talking about before. I remember. I remember all of the the mistakes with the board that we've had the, the <laughs> random technology issues. I remember when we were hitting cue, we played the same song <laughs> like three times in five songs and we didn't <laughs> know why it was happening. We had like four people from the crowd coming up on stage because we're just like calling for somebody. <laughs> like, like, help me, help yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What do you remember?
1: Um, I don't know. One of my favorite like memories is whenever we were... Um, I think it might have actually been the company show. Whenever you like pointed to the snowflakes, like on a video oh yeah, yeah the first like, time. Oh <laughs> I
2: turned around and they they it was like snow falling, and I was like, oh, oh that's badass! <laughs> I remember. Uh, it was the first show we played post COVID, and it was like I mean we've had some like small crowd reactions before, but it was. The first drop, where everybody, I mean, you heard the whole crowd. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then when the drop ended and we went into our transition, everybody clapped, <laughs> and it was just like, "What is going on right now, dude?"
3: <laughs>
1: One of my uh, remember at Riot Room whenever I like messed up on a track. And like had to go back, and I was like, "Yo, my bad, I messed it up." And like random guy I didn't even know was like, "You're good, bro. Own that shit. Do it again." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like, I right, bet I'm gonna yeah. do it again. <laughs> I mean, not
2: not too long. Yeah, another not too long ago, we did the Alenium after party, and I played like the only time I've ever played a drum and bass track, and I played a drum and bass track, and then. I was going to fast forward to where I needed to be on the <laughs> other deck, and I spun back the wrong deck. And so I spun back, and I just owned it. I mean, you didn't, nobody would have known that I messed mm-hmm. up. I just went into the spin back, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to play that one again. And so I played a drum and bass song two times in a row. The only time I've ever. Yeah, I'll play more. Uh, Well, oh, I got yeah. it. Only time I've ever played drum and bass. I played it two times in a row. That's a pretty good, pretty good memory. Mm -hmm.
0: So, how do you talk to and respond to fans in the community?
2: Uh, I try to be as as grateful as I can. It's it's it shocks me every time. I wouldn't say shocked, but I mean, it's just a really humbling experience to like go to any show and somebody comes up and they're like, Oh, that's Amber snow. You know, it's to be known as a, as the group, it just feels good. And so I try to be as generous as I can about the fact that I appreciate that they come out to these shows that we do because I mean, I'm not virtual riot, you know? So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're going to come pay some money and spend your night with me, I just appreciate that so much. Mm -hmm. Um, if you could choose any
0: artist to open up for, who would you choose? Adventure Club. Ooh,
2: mm, Fire. I need Adventure Club one day. I would like to open up for like Phase One, or to or sudden death excision would be unbelievable. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, just in, I mean, even. To be on the the breakaway lineup is it's just I don't have words for it. You know, like I said, I I major Illenium fan to, So even if it's Silent Disco or not, you know, to be on the same lineup as Illenium, the Chainsmokers, Nightmare, it's just I'm just so happy to be in that situation.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, so.
2: Did you have someone? Oh,
0: no. Okay. <laughs> um, if you could choose any music festival, which which music festival would you like to play at?
2: Lost, Lost lands. lands. Lost Lands.
0: <laughs> gotta love the dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, definitely. I feel like
0: that would be
1: like everybody like, that does dubstep. Like yeah. That would be like their main goal. Mm-hmm.
2: I would also love to play like Electric Forest. Mm-hmm. EDC Vegas
1: would be nice Ooh. too.
2: Or, like, Electric Zoo. All of them. So, yeah. Them. The ones, I mean, the big, the big crazy stages, you know, I, I just think it, it's got to be pretty crazy to be like 30, 40 feet in front mm-hmm. of, or up above like Thousands 10, 20,000 people. Yeah. people. Yeah, like, that's just, I can't even imagine. So, how do you manage your work life social balance? I pretty much have no social life. Tyrell does yeah, dude, all the of the social marketing. <laughs> um, my, I work 8.30 to 5.30 Monday through Friday, so uh, it's really not, not bad. I, uh, have ton, I have plenty of free time to, to work on music and <clears throat> do the things that I, I have to do outside of work. Um, mostly, though, I try to work on music in the mornings, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm as creative and as focused when I've worked an eight-hour day. I can. I still do things in the evening, but I f- find after doing it for a year and a half, two years, the best sessions that I have are when I, I wake just up, wake up in the morning, I, and fresh. I get straight on the laptop, and I'm focused, and I just the next thing I know. It's been six hours, and I've gotten so much work done. So I would say that that's the biggest thing is try be attacking it with a fresh mind.
1: Yeah, my schedule is like my work schedule is more flexible, so that's why like I'm able to like to go out and like network with people more and stuff.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
2: I'm a big sleep guy. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Damn. I work. I do physical labor, so I gotta sleep. <laughs>
0: What do you think is the hardest part of your job?
2: Um, I would probably say the hardest part is believing in yourself. You know, getting taking a, a step in any direction musically, it's scary getting there. Yeah. And, you know, and Leap so, of faith. Yeah, and so I would say until you really can trust that you have what it takes and believe in yourself, you're not going to get very far. You if you know, n- no one else is going to see potential in you. If you don't believe that you have that potential yourself. Absolutely.
0: Um, what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? I'm
1: watching everybody go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Definitely. like on the, when, like our original tracks. So like we don't announce, and just play them out and just like, watching yeah. everybody's reaction
2: definitely when you can yeah definitely play you know to be able to to get the opportunity to to play a song that i made in my bedroom like on the the sound system at aura is, with all the, the lights and the production and everything that is it definitely makes it feel that much more special absolutely um what do you
0: think is the worst style choice you have ever made whole life could be middle school
2: ha uh, i was definitely rocking like the the like above the knee shorts and spares <laughs> as, as like a sophomore in high school <laughs> uh that's pretty I mean, I'm not embarrassed by it, but it, it, was, it wasn't my best look. <laughs>
1: Mine was probably, like, the long T's and, like, dickies. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: if you were a wrestler, what would be your intro? Oh. You said you wanted to do MMA. You never thought about your intro?
1: I mean, I've had, like, different, like, intros, like... It's always like different, like every time, like when you're doing MMA. But if we're talking like
2: wrestler, like you have to have the same one every time. Yeah, if we're talking WWE, I think I'm going with the Final Countdown. (laughs) And I'm gonna. I I have. I'm telling you, I just would. I would be perfect for the WWE. It's the final. I'd come out. I'd just be like staring at nobody. You know, walking real slow. Maybe flex this way. Staring at nobody still. Uh hey, I don't know. See, I was
1: watching. Yeah, yeah. Dreams and nightmares.
2: That would definitely be hype.
0: I was watching MMA with my buddies a few months ago, and this guy did Barbie Girl, and I just think that would be the most intimidating thing to have this big motherfucker. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I was gonna say, beat you up to Barbie Girl. (laughs) Can you imagine getting your ass
2: beat after hearing Barbie Girl? Yeah, that's that's not a situation you want to be in. Uh, so if you weren't,
0: if you didn't decide to do music, what kind of career do you think you would have chosen?
2: Um, I think at this point I probably would have tried to get back into sports, coaching, uh, broadcasting, something of the sort. When I went to school, I went for, uh, to be like a physical therapist, which is a terrible idea because I knew I was a terrible student. So let's go. Try to be a medical yeah. student. Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible decision on my part. But I would probably say I would be somewhere back in sports. Maybe just, like, writing articles, doing something. I spent my whole family is gigantic with sports. You go to my grandma's house, she's probably, she's watching something, whether it be tennis, rugby. I mean, something. It's a sport. She's not watching TV. She's watching some sport, so... I would have probably found my way back to that.
1: I feel like I would have did, like, some type of photography. Like, I don't know, because I just always like watching people, like, like shoot, like, for shows and stuff like that. Just pictures and stuff. Like, art just amazes me. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I I love art, too. I always take pictures, usually of food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you had a uh, unlimited budget to do anything in the community, what would you do? Could be a, your own festival. Could be a meet new music venue. Do you have any any crazy, wild, wacky ideas? We need a venue in Kansas. Like, even though
1: like I know people don't like Kansas, like I just like I don't want to have to drive to Missouri every yeah. time like to go to a show. Failed. Like, Failed. But like
0: I just don't know where it would be. Failed. Uh. We used to have uh, something in Overland Park. It had, like, six bars in it. Kona something? I don't I can't name it. Shut down because of COVID.
2: That would be nice. Uh, man, that, that's a tough question. That's a, bigger than I've ever thought about. Venues would always be cool, but I think anything for the community. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it has to be a venue. Maybe just... Book every massive artist possible And just get (laughs) Kansas City popping
0: (laughs)
1: Free shows Free shows Yeah Just show up We paid them
0: So what was What is one message you like to tell Tell the community and your fans Love each other
2: Yep No drama is worth any drama
0: Mm -hmm. What is one of the funniest things You've heard from a fan During a performance
2: Uh we once had a very drunk girl come onto the stage oh my gosh. and it was funny there was three of us up there at the time it was me tyrell and another guy everybody thinks that the other person knows her nobody knows who oh, she is she's just, she's just real drunk she takes the headphones off of my head oh man and so i like turn over <laughs> and then she goes to like Touch one of the the CDJs, and we're like grabbing her hand, like, "Yo, what are you doing here? Do you she's know like, I her?" To play. I yeah, to she's play. like, "Let me play a song." And like, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And it like turns out nobody knows her. Yeah, she, she just she just
2: wandered up she there. Just,
0: she just had that can do attitude. Yeah, it was
2: her moment. Uh,
0: how do you think that your personality is reflected in your music?
2: Um. I would say anybody that has seen me on stage knows <laughs> my personality with the music. I remember, I remember one of Tyrell's friends once was like nervous to meet me because she was like, "He's real crazy, <laughs> crazy, wild looking." At me. Like, I don't know. that's, that's just on stage. I, I'm cool. I'm chill. <laughs>
0: What advice would you give someone who is just starting out? Uh there's
2: really Be not. Yeah, there's not really any wrong way to go when you're just starting out. You know, you, every it's trial and error for months on end, even you know the big artists, you look, the disciples' top artist, is still using trial and error. And there's never you know, just don't give up if things aren't working out because eventually they are going to work out. You just have to get keep going at it. It's awesome. definitely a grind.
0: So how do you see or better yet hear your sound changing in the future? I know you said a little bit earlier, you mentioned you played a little drum and bass. Do you plan on experimenting with anything like that in the future? Any any other subgenres? It's,
2: it's definitely open. Being as a... Uh, like playing dubstep for as long as we have now, it's always fun to just like be at the house and play any other genre. And then I think, like production wise, uh, just like getting better with writing chords. Um, like I said, we, I wanna I want it to be as emotionally energetic as possible. So being able being able to create something that's you know tear jerking or mm-hmm. just you know something that you can really just sit down and close your eyes to and it's just a, a beautiful sound and m- being able to mix that with you know the angry robot noises of dubstep <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> if you could have your fans remember you for anything what would you want it to be?
2: Um, probably just Inclusion and energy. Absolutely. I want everybody there to have the best possible time. I want everybody to just let go and just be wild and not wild, worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, be safe and just you know have as much possible fun as you can. There's, you know, life is a is very precious. So when you look back, you think of the of the. Memories, you know, with your friends, listening to the music that you love, you know, those are just highlights of your life, so I would like to think that I could have provided that for different people. Absolutely.
0: So we like to be positive here. So what are your favorite things about each other? Let's do yeah, let's do
2: hype. Oops. Uh Tyrell can say all of the (laughs) the mean shit that I don't want to (laughs) say. Definitely that he's my go to. I'm like, uh ah, if, <laughs> if I'm not feeling something Ty- Tyrell, you, you gotta go break the news, bro. Uh I don't know. I just love Noah's
1: energy. Like he like can always fucking make me laugh no
2: matter what. Yeah, there's I mean it's the perfect duo. Mm-hmm. We just gotta prove that to everybody else.
0: It sounds like you guys have a very good friendship going. Yeah. Um we are running kinda on time, so why don't you tell me a little bit about your plans for the upcoming months? What do you guys have coming up? What what should we expect from you guys?
1: Um, next week we're doing a birthday party show for crowd control. And then set a new
2: venue in Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, really? like
1: I Adam... don't one like club one two three four something like that. yeah
2: something like that and then the next day yeah the next day
1: we'll be um opening for mode step a nonprofit, profit at Aura.
0: okay
2: um, yeah i'm very excited for that one and then we got june um
1: we'll be playing for the first time at boulevard nights Ooh.
2: okay and then yeah we've got breakaway coming up in august in august you can use promo code Amber Snow.: All caps. All caps for a 10 percent discount. And then we have we don't have a set date we definitely will be releasing music <clears throat> this summer by the end of July. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully a full EP, if not just a few singles, but there's definitely a lot to come, and the side of releases mixes. Stuff we've been cooking up, merch and stuff. I yeah, some, lots of merch. Working on some jerseys, and bucket stuff like hats, that. stickers, all the good stuff.
0: Well, I would like to thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on. It has been an absolute blast to have yeah, you guys you, on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I can't thank you enough for having us. We appreciate it.
0: And for the people listening, I'd like to remind you that this is made possible due to you. The shares, likes, ratings, everything is greatly appreciated. You guys have a kick-ass weekend, and stay safe.